I'm Steve Guggenheim, and this is Travel with Googs. Years ago, I read a book by Joe McGinnis called Going to Extremes. The political writer spent months traveling through Alaska going from small town to small town. Ever since then, I'd been wanting to visit the 49th state. I couldn't find a land tour I liked, didn't have the time to just travel through the massive-sized state, and certainly didn't want to do a cruise. To the rescue, a friend had just come back from a trip organized by the Alaska Railroad Corporation. It was the perfect solution. You spend a week or more traveling by train through the state, staying at inns and lodges at night. There are other options, but we picked a seven-day trip. We arrived in Anchorage a few days before the start of the trip, walked the city, and took a tour. It's an interesting place. Moose literally walk around. You can go to a river area and see salmon spawning, and you can walk into shops and find winter gear you won't find anywhere else. Fresh fish is the main staple at restaurants. The next day was time for our adventure. You start off at the Alaska Railroad Depot. Everything is arranged by the railroad, but you don't travel in a group. You can start the trip any day of the week. We signed up for the Gold Star service, something I highly recommend. We went up to the window, got our tickets, and went out to the track when our train was announced. We walked to the front, just behind the locomotive, and there stood two beautiful gold and blue double-decker cars in front of the standard rail cars. We went up the stairs to the top level and were amazed at what we encountered. Very comfortable seats and a ceiling that was almost entirely glass, so you have an amazing view as the train travels through the state. Not only that, but at the end of the car is an outside observation platform on which you can stand while the train is chugging its way through the state. It's a great way to enjoy the scenery and take pictures without the glass windows in your way. It's also nice just to get outside during the trip and get some fresh air. On the bottom level is the dining car in which you're served a delicious lunch. The service and food are excellent. Everything is included. You also have panoramic views since the windows are quite large, so you're not missing anything while dining. The beautiful, comfortable train car and the amazing scenery relaxes you immediately as you realize you're in for the vacation of a lifetime. And you really haven't seen what Alaska has to offer yet. The first day we paralleled what has to be one of the most scenic highways that exists on our way to Seward. In fact, they said it is the most beautiful roadway in the world. Wildlife abounds with moose and others on the left side, while on the right are gorgeous blue waters that are so clear. At certain times, it's like looking at a mirror image of the lake up top and its reflection on the bottom. Unfortunately, I just wasn't able to get that perfect picture. At the end of the six-hour trip, there was someone to greet us for a short ride to a ship that would take us to Resurrection Bay. Wildlife abounds with whales, sea lions, and more. It is a photographer's dream trip. We got very close to a mammoth glacier that was calving, large sections falling into the water. The sea was not rough and I never get seasick, but for some reason I did. Luckily, they sell ginger tea, which I had never even heard of, and it quickly calmed my stomach. My wife, who frequently gets seasick, was fine. Back on land, we were taken to a lodge where we had dinner and stayed the night. The next day took us to a wildlife aquarium where you'll see fish you never even knew existed. Outside, everyone craned their necks to see a bald eagle. From there, we headed to Dallas Seavey's Dog Sled Ranch. The Seavey family has won a number of Iditarod races. 
you know you've arrived because of all the dogs howling. They each have their own little house. There were some that had just been born, and it's hard to leave without taking one home. But they said the dogs are raised for racing and don't make good house pets. They gathered up some dogs, and off we went. There was no snow, but the sleds were on small wheels, and we had the ride of our life. From there, we got on a small bus, and the driver took us to an unscheduled stop where we saw salmon going upriver. What a sight. Some make it, some don't. Watching the ones that didn't, I couldn't help but thinking that's why we eat them and they don't eat us. Nature is amazing. Next, we headed to Exit Glacier. A hike of about a mile took us right to the water's edge. And boy, is it cold from the melting glaciers. Chunks of ice kept floating by, and you can really see the effects of global warming. The end of the day brought us to the beautiful Alyeska Hotel at the foot of a ski resort. We could have stayed there for days. It was early August and the temperatures were cool but pleasant. A medium-weight jacket is all that's needed. The hotel is quite lovely. The rooms are well-appointed. The beds are perfect with great comforters. The views are breathtaking and the food is excellent. Morning dawned and our transportation awaited as we headed to a raft trip. Class 1 water and 2s, so nothing to be concerned about. We got right up to some small glaciers and froze our fingers from touching the ice that floated by us. From there, a bus took us back to Anchorage. The next morning, we boarded the Gold Star service for an all-day ride to Denali National Park. That night, we were taken to a dinner and show, the waiters and waitresses being the actors and actresses, in a program about early Alaska. Ahead of the show, I was complaining about what I expected to be a real hokey show, but it turned out to be quite funny. We were extremely lucky as we awoke for a long bus ride through Denali, for the sky was clear, and in the distance we could see the top of what was formerly known as Mount McKinley, the highest peak in North America. It's so high that it has its own weather system. It's frequently clouded over, so the views that we had were quite rare. Everyone snapped pictures along the hours-long bus ride, never knowing if clouds would roll in, but they never did. Along the ride, we saw all kinds of wildlife, bears, doll sheep, moose, among others. At the end of the road, there were a number of options. Some people panned for gold, others hiked, and some just sat there enjoying the views. The ride back was quite different. The mountain disappeared, clouds did roll in, and you couldn't see a thing. Wildlife, yes, but no mountain. It's as if it didn't exist. The final day was our final leg of the trip before heading back to Anchorage. We spent a day in a jeep going through the backcountry. We had the option of driving, but since there were only two of us, opted to go with a guide. She took us to a base camp in the middle of nowhere, where we feasted on an incredible meal cooked on an open fire. As we were driving along, the guide asked if we wanted to walk on permafrost, a thick layer of soil that remains frozen throughout the year. It was really weird. You're walking through this open area, and the ground is solid but moves as you move. Not enough to sink in, but kind of squishiness, but you don't get wet. Our trip ended when we headed back to Anchorage, stopping in some small towns along the way. The Alaska Railroad Corporation runs a number of other tours from which you can choose. This trip, one of the best I've ever taken, far exceeded my expectations. Alaska is beautiful, with amazing scenery every which way you turn. If you like big museums and fancy cities, this isn't for you. If you like the outdoors, amazing views, and wildlife, I can't imagine a better vacation. I'm Steve Guggenheim, and this is Travel with Googs. Thank you.